Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a new week of AutoLine Daily. In today's show, Toyota puts on a big push to hire more women managers. The Consumers Federation wants stricter regulations on car ads and why General Motors made a huge mistake putting a lobbyist in charge of Cadillac. Now the news. Volkswagen confirmed this morning what we already expected. It's going to build a midsize, seven-passenger, three-row SUV at its assembly plant in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It'll probably look like the cross-blue concept the company showed off last year. Martin Winterkorn, the CEO of Volkswagen, said, and I quote, It's a real American vehicle. Big, attractive, with lots of high-tech on board. Close quote. This represents a $900 million expansion of that plant, and it will generate 2,000 more jobs, including adding 200 engineers to help VW develop more vehicles better suited to American tastes. There was a lot of controversy over this vehicle. When the UAW tried to organize this plant, anti-union people said this jeopardized getting a new product in the plant. But as we pointed out at the time, VW had to put another product in Chattanooga. Sales of the Passat, which are built there, have been very disappointing. The plant is grossly underutilized, and only another product will help make this plant profitable. Last week, we reported that China will exempt EVs, plug-in hybrids, and fuel cell vehicles from a 10% sales tax on new cars. But apparently that wasn't enough to really get EV sales going. Now the Chinese government is mandating that new energy vehicles make up at least 30% of new government fleet purchases by 2016. But as we keep pointing out, about 80% of all electricity in China is generated from coal. And there are several different studies which show that more EVs in China will actually increase the amount of pollution. This will merely move that pollution from the cities out to the countryside. The Consumer Federation of America and other consumer advocates think you're not getting enough fuel economy information. They sent a letter to the Federal Trade Commission in the U.S. demanding changes in how fuel economy is advertised. They would prohibit automakers from using any non-EPA estimates. Has anyone ever done that before? They would also prohibit the use of just the highway number, instead forcing automakers to include city, highway, and combined numbers. They also want automakers to list MPG ratings for their most popular models and not just the highest rated version. And they want to include MPGE ratings for EVs. You know, I kind of like the idea of stopping automakers from using only the highway number in their ads. But the rest of it sounds like overkill. What do you think? Is the public being deceived or does it need more information? Leave your comments in the comments section. The efficiency of the internal combustion engine has grown by leaps and bounds, but a new study from the Energy Information Administration shows that these fuel economy improvements exhibit diminishing returns. For example, the actual fuel and cost savings of improving fuel economy from 12 miles per gallon to 15 miles per gallon is exactly the same as going from 30 mpg to 60 mpg. 
This assumes that someone's driving 12,000 miles a year and they're paying $3.50 for a gallon of gasoline. The study says that gasoline-powered vehicles will remain a highly fuel-efficient competitor to other fuel types like diesels, hybrids, and plug-ins due to their higher vehicle prices. Japan Inc. is truly a bastion of male dominance, but Toyota is looking to change that. The Japanese automaker wants to triple the number of female managers it has by 2020, and it wants five times that number by 2030. It's already made some progress. Toyota currently has just over 100 women managers, but that's up from only 16 in 2004. But it still has not said if those women are being promoted in Japan or whether these are female managers in its American and European operations. You know, up until recently, most women in corporate Japan were called office ladies. Their job involved making coffee and handing out office supplies. And it was the office manager's job to get the office ladies to marry the men in their section. That way, the women would know the heavy workload and understand why their husbands were getting home so late every night. But if Toyota is promoting female managers in Japan, that is truly a significant cultural change. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at why automakers should not put rookies in charge of important operations like Cadillac. There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one. Cadillac is hurting right now. Its sales are down for the year, and it has a 113-day supply of unsold vehicles. Get this, the CTS has a 195-day supply. But Cadillac doesn't have a product problem, it has a sales problem. It started when Dan Ackerson, the previous CEO of General Motors, appointed Bob Ferguson, the company's top lobbyist, to run Cadillac. The idea was to bring in a fresh set of eyes that could help build on the brand's growing momentum, but bringing in a rookie was a disaster. Somehow or other, outsiders to the auto industry think anyone can step in and run operations. It's one thing to bring in an outsider like Alan Mulally to run the total corporation. But you may have noticed Alan never appointed one outsider to run any part of the car operations. When it comes to the daily grind of building the right mix of cars, getting dealers to buy them, and getting customers to go to the stores, you better have someone with a solid track record and not throw a lobbyist into the mix. Of course, you can't blame that lobbyist, Bob Ferguson, he was just following orders, but it shows that Ackerson was gambling dangerously with GM's luxury brand. Cadillac was on a roll when Ferguson took the reins, but all that momentum was lost and then some as the brand drifted aimlessly. Now GM is bringing in an executive with lots of luxury car experience. Johan de Nyssen used to work at Infiniti and Audi. In fact, he left Audi in such good shape that it just passed Cadillac in sales in the U.S. market. You watch, he will get things turned around, but it's going to take time. Too bad the prior two years were wasted. And let this be a lesson to all automakers that running an operation like Cadillac is best left to the pros who have proven themselves. Anyway, that's my point of view, and that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.